0: If you feel like you're struggling with motivation, what it actually means is you're ready for that next level and you're ready to have the disciplined conversation with yourself. So good for you. Ski. Ski or die. 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 She gets after it from the first pass all the way through. That was about the best pass seen all day. She was not going to be denied. She's a powerful, powerful girl. I you what she is, and she's really, really strong. Very aggressive.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, give it up please for Elizabeth Montabard.
0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Ski or Die podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Montauvin. Still pumped about our new setup here on the show, if you're watching this on YouTube. And today, I finally convinced Stevie to be on camera with me. Yay! (laughs) Um, So first and foremost, because I've got it on and I'm thinking about it, I want to thank you guys for being so supportive of my partnership with First Form, um, both the First Form family and then all of you out there in water skiing. This has been super exciting for me. And if you read my post about it, you know that, um, it took a lot of work and, um, just a huge fan of the first form family and everything they bring to the table, you know, when they said they were the Rolls Royce of supplements, they were not joking.
1: I love their protein, honestly. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by them. I just use it.
0: <laughs> um, so if you're new to the show, Um, We do things kind of the old-fashioned way around here. I don't push ads on you. We are an organic podcast, so we need help growing. And what I mean by that is if you learn anything today, if you feel inspired, if we give you a new perspective that you might not have seen before, please share this episode with somebody. It would mean so much to us. Um, And with that being said, I want to roll right into the episode. This one was asked a lot of different ways on both our text community app and on Instagram. Um, Several different ways people framed this up. And basically the topic was motivation. People wanted to know, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay motivated to ski? Motivated to cross train in the gym? Motivated in the off season? Motivated in the tournament season? A lot of questions about motivation. Um, And you know, I feel like there's, Several different ways to approach this. We can have the, the motivation conversation first, and then I think there's actually another elevated kind of like step two past motivation, which we'll get into. But, um,
1: well, you don't think it's motivation, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm more in phase two, I would say.
1: Okay, that's a phase two <laughs> that's thing. That's a phase two oh, okay, thing. My bad. <laughs> but
0: I think motivation is key. I think motivation is the first step, um, to achieving kind of anything. You know, it's, it's kind of the opposite of being lazy. Um, motivation tends to give you the balls to put yourself out there and to learn something new. Yeah. So um, let's have the motivation conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, do you give motivation any credit for the success you've had in your life thus far?
1: Yeah. Um, I haven't always been super motivated to be super fit, I haven't always been super motivated to be a good skier, Uh, but I've always been motivated towards something. Mm -hmm. I think I've always had motivation to be better every day at some pursuit. Um,
0: Fair enough. I mean, you kind of brought me to why I think motivation isn't the main component of greatness, but when it comes to, you know, how do I stay motivated to ski when I don't feel like skiing or to go to the gym when I don't feel like going to the gym, or to ski in the off-season when the weather isn't ideal. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the original question, let's answer that first. Um, You know, At the end of the day, I have found a training format in skiing and in the gym that actually brings me a lot of joy. So Mm -hmm. even when I don't feel like doing it, when I get back in kind of like my framework, it's actually fun for me.
1: We talk about it all the time, how we love training.
0: Yeah, we re- we, you and I really do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think there's rarely a day where we don't train. and even it, It's really hard for us to have rest days.
1: When I started music school, it was the same way. Like I loved practicing. I loved practicing before school, mm-hmm. and I was always motivated to just be better at that. So I don't know. Maybe it, my motivation lies in just being a, better at what I'm doing.
0: I think if you are hard on yourself because you feel like you're not motivated there really might not be anything wrong with you. Maybe your framework for what you're trying to do is not conducive to your learning style or your practice style, like you're getting your reps in style.
1: Or what you actually want to accomplish, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, there might you might need to take several steps back and rework that framework. Um, I didn't always love going to the gym. Then I found different types of programming that I like that made going to the gym more fun. Then I managed to overtrain myself when I was training myself, started working with a coach. And if you listen to my CrossFit story, you'll know that I used to think CrossFit was a terrible idea. And so I, you know, at the time, of course, I had no motivation. It was such a chore. And but now, like... My perspective on CrossFit is totally different. Mm-hmm. So my motivation to show up at the gym is totally different, but it's because my perspective on it was has been changed, right? Mm-hmm. So motivation, I feel like a lot of times is fostered by and guided by the framework around the thing you're trying to do with said motivation.
1: Yeah, and there's so many different ways to do it. Think about all the different ways we've gone to the gym in our short lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've gone to the gym in such different ways, if that makes sense. Or different environments. Yeah. Like, I've gone to the gold gym with my dad, who made fun of me for being weak when I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) And I never lifted anything. I've gone to box gyms. I've gone to random CrossFit gyms across the country. Uh, I mean, all sorts of random environments. And they're all so much worse than where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it just took me just trying different things until I kind of... Found it to where I was able to love going to terrain every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, getting in the car and driving 20 minutes one way every day <laughs> after skiing and working all day. I'm tired. I'm having to like chug a Celsius just to stay alive. <laughs> like I love that though because of where I'm going in the environment that I put myself in. So I don't even see it as as tough or hard. It's just it's natural almost.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you've circumvented the need for motivation because the format and the process that you're stepping into is so right for you Mm -hmm. that motivation or not you're going to show up and, and put in the work right you know i could say the same thing about my skiing um while i've never really felt unmotivated when i'm skiing with chet or with my dad It's more of motivation around specific types of training. So like when it used to be windy, I would think, oh my God, this is a waste of time, especially if it was a side wind, Um, if it was cold. um, There was a lot of different circumstances because skiing is an outdoor sport and we're very much victim to what the weather gods decide to deal us. (laughs) Um, That I could find lots of reasons to say, okay, I'm not motivated today. However, through trial and error and listening to my coaches um, and reframing my mind, I love a good wind training day. Mm -hmm. I really do. I love a good cold weather day. Even if I only run my first two passes a ton of times, I have said it once and I will say it again, there is a reason a lot of really good pro skiers come out of England where it is cold, windy, and rainy because they have to train in that, and that makes them better. So now that I see it that way, I love showing up for the adverse practice Mm -hmm. because I know I'm gonna get better on the other side. The day that I finally have a a glassy set, oh my gosh, you better get out of my fucking way. (laughs) 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 So I think a lot of motivation, if if you feel under motivated, it's because the way you're framing up the task at hand is not ideal for you. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective on it right now.
1: Yeah. Well, you just have to set your mind to have the intention mm-hmm. going into it. Instead of thinking about, oh, it's windy. Oh, it's cold. Or, oh, shit, I don't want to be here.
0: Oh, I'm tired. I, have to, like, I
1: have to pick myself up and go to the gym. Oh, fuck. Set your intention of when you get to the gym, when you get in the cold water. I didn't get into this to be good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm in this to be great. I want to get better. I stole that from Matt Fraser, by the way. Disclaimer.
0: It's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I say that before every single set. I say, I didn't get into this to be good. I got into it to be great. And I'm going to set my intention right now to get better every single set, every single training session in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps with my motivation as well. Just having that intention, like, I'm, I'm going to show up because that sounds fun. <laughs> Getting yeah. better sounds fun to me. You know, I'm there to, to do that. Not to just get through it.
0: And I think that people really us, underst- I think people think that people who are great show up every day with 100% and give 100%. And let me tell you, you know, back several weeks ago when I was sick for a long while, when I was still trying to ski, even though I was not well, you know, I'd be down on the dock and I'd get ready to ski and Chet would say, how are you feeling today? And I say, hey, I'm not 100%, but everything I do have, I will give to you in this set. I don't care what happens the rest of my day you're gonna get 100% of what I've got left because that's better than not trying at all. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's, it's about understanding that the little things add up to great things. Winning the day eventually means you'll win the week and when you win the week enough times, you win the month. And you know, dare I say, maybe you're being a little too big picture. I think some people, if if you're not wired to love big picture thinking and you get too big picture, you can get overwhelmed and you can think, oh my God, how am I going to stay motivated enough to do this? Mm -hmm. And it's just too big and I'm tired and I'm not smart enough and I don't have the skills and it's a deep little hole you can fall into. And it's like, no, you know what? Sometimes with big goals, believe it or not, being small picture and just looking at, okay, what do I have to do today to get closer to my goal? it's much easier to stay motivated.
1: Easier said than done. It's really hard to trust the process because a lot of times mm-hmm. when we talk about it all the time, is it's taking one step back to go three steps forward. In the moment, it can feel like you're just going nowhere. You're in a rut, it's tough conditions, you're, you are know, you haven't PR'd in a long time. It's just really hard to trust the process. But you have to surround yourself with the type of community that's gonna push you forward. You have to surround yourself with the, the, the team that you're going to be able to just say, I don't care what's happening. I'm having the worst sets of my life for a month straight. I still trust the process because I've surrounded myself with the team that I so believe in. I surrounded myself with a coach that I so believe in or a Mm -hmm. training partner or anything really. I think that's important.
0: Well, and I think that this kind of brings me to what I said was like that elevated conversation about motivation. And um, it'd be interesting to do this episode again in like five years and see what our answers are around this, you know, because If we have the same answers in five years, it means we didn't get any better at anything. So That's true. That'd be bad. (laughs) But you know, for right now, I feel like the elevated conversation beyond motivation is actually that, and I've heard a lot of people say this, that's where this comes from, motivation isn't what gets it done, and you really don't need motivation. What you need is discipline, because discipline is what makes you show up on the days that you are not feeling it, Um, you don't have that motivation, you're not in the mood, you don't see the point you feel like maybe you've lost the vision, people are doubting you, you're sore, you're tired, but disciplined to show up anyway and give it what you've got, even if it's not your best set, your best day in the gym, that discipline will carry you through the days that you're not motivated. And if you get enough days under your belts in a row, you start to see growth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the next conversation for people who okay, they're showing up, they're doing. They're, they're putting in the work, they're motivated, they're trying, they know they gotta grow their skills, they know that they've gotta relearn some things, they, they're willing to change, right? That willingness is huge. What do you do on the days you don't feel motivated? How do you not let that crush your progress? You better have enough discipline in place to carry you forward. And I feel like that is the next conversation beyond motivation. So when you guys ask us, how do we stay motivated? Through an off season with adverse conditions, or you know, training really hard and heavy on purpose to get to the point of burnout and then take two days off because that's what we do during the off season. How do you stay motivated during tournament season when you're driving all over the country and flying all over and showing up to events and you know, hurry up and wait, as they say about ski tournaments? Mm -hmm. Um, sitting in the sun all day, how do you stay motivated through all of that? I think it's a lot of discipline. I have put my ski in the car so many times, <laughs> I can do it without thinking. Mm. I'm gonna drive to the lake, whether I want to or not, mm-hmm. and put it in, put in the time, put in the effort, give you know whoever I'm skiing with my 100%, even if I don't feel like it, because I'll be damn glad I did at the end of the day. And I think it's that, honestly, it's, an, it's a type of emotional discipline
1: almost a lifestyle
0: yeah I think at the end of the day then the next conversation is it becomes like a lifestyle if you want to go into that third tier yeah but it
1: becomes embedded in you and there's like nothing you can do other than that (laughs) I've seen it in you kind of that way
0: (laughs) I don't know if that's a compliment or not I don't know either (laughs) (laughs) um but you know that's really what I believe um people don't understand when they're beating themselves up for not having motivation, is nobody great has motivation all the time. Actually, they just have the discipline to keep showing up and doing what they do. Um, you know, back when I was younger and we used to ski in Orlando, um, every once in a while we'd ski at the lake where Alexei would ski. You know, the trick skier. Did mm-hmm. you ever did you ever watch Alexei mm-hmm. trick? Okay, yeah. he, I mean he was just phenomenal, but he was so good. Did he really even need to practice? Probably not. He'd show up, put a ski on, he'd go do three of a trick he wanted to do, and he'd be done. And he'd leave. And but I think it was really the discipline of he knew what he needed to get better at today, and he went out and did it, and then he moved on. And you know, did whatever else he did with his day. I don't really know. But there's an emotional intelligence required to get past the ups and downs that come with motivation. Because if you have a day where you're low motivation, you begin that downward spiral of why am I not motivated? Clearly I'm not good enough to be good at anything because great people are always motivated. Imposter syndrome sets in. Do I even know what I'm doing? Do I even deserve this? (laughs) Am I even good at anything? Uh, I am. When emotions get high, intelligence gets low. Abilities drop. Skill drops. So having the emotional awareness to go, I'm not motivated today. That's actually okay. What can I show up and do Hmm. anyway? What can I do today?
1: Hmm. And that's that get better every time attitude.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And not, not necessarily a PB every day. Not a PR every day. I mean, there comes a point when you get really good that the PBs are far and few between. You know, for a world record holder to PB, they also have to break a world record.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But I've seen you, you know, at at training days at chess where you don't run as many buoys but you come out and you're really happy because you, you know, worked on an exciting new skill or you felt like you had the right discipline that day. Yeah,
0: because... You know, like, I remember after MasterCraft Pro, while I was very excited to get my first second in a pro event, and I PB'd in that event, I got in the car on the road back to West Palm from Orlando, and I was on the turnpike headed south, and I called Chet, and I was like, hey, that thing I did at two ball, I don't know if you went back and watched the video, but I can't do that thing ever again, because it makes three ball too hard. And so while it was, I was very excited, don't get me wrong, and very grateful for what I got, I already knew what I wanted to work on next. And so I do have sets like that, where it's like, might only cut to 38 off, you know, 11, but was skiing a higher quality, even if I didn't run more buoys? Mm-hmm. Because what I'm looking for is, I'm looking for high-end skills at this point, because high-end skills, over time, in perpetuity, means high scores.
1: And greater consistency, yeah. which is huge in slalom skiing.
0: Absolute consistency <laughs> is hard. Yeah. So. And, and that in itself is another type of awareness. If I tie my self-worth to my buoy count every day, I am doomed to hate myself. <laughs> You're not gonna run your best score every day. You're not gonna PB every day. You're not gonna have your heaviest lifts every day. You gotta do that's the unsexy right. stuff, you gotta do mobility work, you gotta get work on your longer lines, you gotta work on your basic tricks. Mm-hmm. If your singles suck, you shouldn't three quarter, right? <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you have to do that's unsexy, and if you hate yourself in that process, you are doomed to be a miserable person. So, you know, motivation, and getting around the motivation conundrum, if you will, comes from a place of, I think, emotional intelligence, which, if you are smart enough to see that you can create discipline in yourself which will carry you through the low motivation days that's what I, that's that's how I address the motivation conversation how do you say motivated I'm not always motivated I'm just disciplined kind of hardwired to keep showing up even when I don't feel like it you do it really well I think you're way too humble about that let me let me give you Stevie 101 ready I'm injured. <laughs> I'm sore, I'm tired, I've trained for eight days straight, I think I'm gonna take the day off. And by take the day off, I mean I'm gonna go ski three sets and show up at the gym later. <laughs> <laughs> because you're just so disciplined to do all of it.
1: Yeah, but then I have to like lay in bed for three straight days.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it's productive always, <laughs> but he's like the epitome of discipline. I think you need discipline around rest days now. I
1: just love it, I just love training. You do. This is what i do
0: i wish my hope for everybody is that whatever your process is not necessarily ski related or gym related like at work whatever your hobby is that you learn how to truly love the process Mm -hmm. as much as you and i do
1: that's so key yeah because i was in nashville and i wasn't skiing this is after i graduated music school i was in nashville got a job in the industry and i was going to the gym but like it was, you know, one of these box gyms that were big, and they didn't—they had like lame equip, equipment. They weren't doing CrossFit stuff. It was just like powerlifting, but not really, like not professional powerlifting, like shitty powerlifting. And I'm just like <laughs> sitting there, like doing my little dumbbell things, and I was like, hey, "This sucks." Oh I went like gosh. three times a week, and I'd only stay there for like
0: dumbbell curls, forty-five bro, minutes. I was just bro doing moves. bro pump shit, and I just like it was dumb. <laughs> oh my it was gosh!
1: Dumb. So. Change it up if you're not feeling, if you're not in love with the process, you know.
0: Change your process.
1: Shift it up, yeah. Don't be afraid to change.
0: You know, now I'm so in love with the process. I put my boot on on Friday and I looked down and I was like, oh, my boots, my my hard shell is cracked. My boot is broken. Skiable, but it's broken. And Chad was like, well, ski, but just, you know, if you don't like how you ski today, just know your boot is broken. And I'm like, I love skiing so much that even if I don't run a single goddamn pass, because the boot is broken, as long as you say I'm not going to get hurt, I'm going to go I'm gonna go take this fucking set. <laughs> I'm going to go ski.
1: I mean, Mapple could run 41 on a 2x4, so...
0: True, he could. <laughs> None of us have an excuse to not love the process yeah. when you bring up Mapple. Regina won nationals at Okaheele with no wing on the ski. The wing fell off.
1: No way. She ran
0: a 39 with no wing. She felt it coming off at 38, ran 39 with no wing, and then ran her, like, 2.5 or 3 at 41 with no wing. So, if that tells you anything... <laughs> You gotta love the process, man. And all the semantics kind of fade away.
1: They it's really it's funny it, how much right.
0: it matters. Like fin tuning, it matters until mm-hmm. so you get to this one point where your skills are so good, you can be a maple and ski on a two by four.
1: And Chet's story the other day about nationals, and he his handle got stolen, and he had to use like this random bent handle.
0: Kids handle. Oh, it was like it was a tiny diameter bent handle. In the last minute. Yeah, and he was in a runoff and. Did he, where did he place?
1: It was super windy. He
0: was blown out. I think he won. It was Texas. Every, if Chet ever tells you a story about him skiing in Texas, just know, it's gonna be windy, (laughs) and he's up against the best, (laughs) and somehow he persevered. (laughs) It's always like a Wild West story. No, it is.
1: Chet in Texas. Chet
0: in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, baby. It's always the best stories, but, um... That's really my thoughts on motivation is don't be too hard on yourself if you're not motivated. Reframe your process so you can love your process enough to where you can get enough reps of that process in that you have a discipline to keep showing up even when you're not 100% or your motivation is not all there. Mm-hmm. It's it's taking it's actually if you feel like you're struggling with motivation what it actually means is you're ready for that next level and you're ready to have the discipline conversation with yourself. So good for you. Good for you for identifying that you have motivation issues because you're actually ready to elevate your game. Anytime you're frustrated, it usually means you're actually on the brink of success. Think about that. If you're frustrated, it means you maxed out what you've got going on right now and you're ready for more or for new.
1: It's hmm. a good mindset.
0: So don't shy away from that frustration because it means you're ready to level up your game. And the fact that enough people asked us about motivation is awesome because that means a lot of people are trying. hmm they're out there. They're working on their game.
1: They see what they can accomplish and they're yeah. ready. Yeah.
0: And we love that.
1: Cool. Well, that's a good place to wrap up.
0: Yeah. I think that was great. So yeah, thanks you guys so much for submitting your questions um, via my Instagram asks and my text community. Um, if you aren't in the text community, all you need to do is text me a hello um, or literally anything to 561 468 3603. The link to that number is also on my Instagram um, in my bio. But if you join our text community, you can text us directly, and it really is us responding. Um, and it helps us just talk to people who are on topic, because, you know, Instagram and Facebook messages can kind of be anything. And our text community is reserved exclusively for Ski or Die conversation Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: keep the um asks and the requests coming because we love them and um thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week all right guys episodes over please leave a review and subscribe up on apple it would mean so much to me and if you want to be the first to know about all things ski or die shoot me a text at 561-468-3603 and we'll get you added to the community